0: Welcome to a podcast from Food and Drink Federation Scotland. FDF Scotland is a membership body for Scotland's food and drink manufacturers. We represent and support our members on the issues that are important to them. Hi there, my name is Moira Stalker and I'm skills manager for Food and Drink Federation Scotland. The podcast you're about to listen to now is actually the recording of a cross party group on food that was recorded on Wednesday, the 3rd of February 2021. The aim of this particular cross party group was to help attendees to learn about food and drink educational resources that have been developed and delivered by a number of food education partners um, alongside some other other partners, including developing young workforce. And we wanted to demonstrate the kind of educational activities that we have been undertaking collaboratively to help educators, parents and young people understand the range of opportunities that are available across the food and drink supply chain um, in terms of what careers are open to them, the types of skills that employers require, and also the size and scale of the industry, because we really do want it to become a career destination of choice. So we're also trying to illustrate a number of different career pathways um, throughout these presentations as well. We also wanted to demonstrate what working collaboratively can actually achieve. Um, Individually we would all struggle to achieve the the combination of of activities and the breadth of um, reach that we have done but we wanted to demonstrate that working together we can achieve an awful lot more. We also appreciate that there are more food and drink education partners out there and that there is a wealth of resource, knowledge and information available. And one of the outcomes of this meeting is for us to actually collate all this information and make it available. So if you want to find out more about where that resource is held, please don't hesitate to get in touch with me and we can provide that information. As this is a recording of a live meeting, you'll also hear um, John Scott, MSP, who is the, the chair of the Cross Party Group, making introductions um, and linking the different presenters. So it'll also give you an idea of what goes on in a cross-party group as well if you're interested so an, another opportunity for you. Anyway without further ado um, I will join up with my presentation and um, I hope you enjoy it. So um, talking about careers in food and drink and progression routes and pathways into the industry um, it goes without saying that we've been through a hell of a time and um, it just keeps going as well and it's given the industry an awful lot of challenges, but also hopefully some opportunities as well. Very positive things have happened and we must look at some of the positives as well. The food and drink industry has kept going and it's fed the nation. It's valued its workforce. We engage very, very closely with our members and with the industry. And one of the primary things that has come across through all our engagement is how um, the industry really, really values its workforce. And it really wants to protect it and develop it as well moving forward forward. Um, post 2020. Heroes have emerged from the crisis, natural leaders have emerged as well, there's been some fantastic really good news stories as well. The industry has adapted, it's innovated and it's um, applied new ways of working, often before it was asked to as well. And importantly, I think many of us have learned to value our food and where it comes from. The the first lockdown in particular, with um, empty shelves and supermarkets, really highlighted the importance of our food and raised an, an understanding and an awareness of where it was coming from as well. And within the industry itself, what's very much um, uh, what's very apparent is that the need for STEM skills have never been in such demand. Um, they're really, really important to keep the industry going. Um, it's maybe not something that people often think about with food and drink, but STEM skills are really, really important. And what is also very, very apparent, and I think it's it's speeded up the, the demand for STEM skills as well, is the fact that... Um, We're looking for higher level qualifications as well. More technical jobs are emerging as automation is introduced as well. And there is a great need within the sector in all parts of the sector to attract the brightest and the best talent as well. And to make sure that we've got a pipeline and progression routes for these people into the industry. And it's not just young people. It could be career changes. It could be people um, wanting to, to, to move into a different industry as well. So that's a wee bit about the background my particular role is to manage a project which is called a future in food and it's many and varied um, i get involved in lots of things i'm very very lucky um but primarily it's all about raising awareness of what the food and drink industry is all about and the skills and attributes required by employers in the industry making sure that um, educators young people career influencers understand that it's a dynamic, innovative and great place to work and it offers a career. It's not just about jobs, it's about career opportunities and it can take you many, many places. Um, We want to support and promote progression routes and pathways into and through the industry as well um, and make sure that we are are attracting the, the very brightest and best as well. And we also want to make people help people to make the connection between the food that they eat um, and uh, where it comes from, who makes it and how it gets to their plate as well. So how do we actually go about doing this? Well, We could not do this in isolation. There is absolutely no way we could do this in isolation. And we we rely very, very heavily on partnerships and collaborations with a number of other uh, stakeholders and also with our industry partners as well. Um, I know that some of my colleagues are going to talk about the partnerships as well, so I'm not going to dwell on them, but they are key to our success as well. We're also very keen to promote the industry in the most positive way that we possibly can as well. So we've developed resources and you can see at the top left there why work in the Scottish food and drink industry. This is a resource that we've developed under the Scottish Scotland Food and Drink Partnership banner to uh, provide key messages about working in the industry and also to make sure that we're using consistent and positive language when we're talking about the industry Um, and that is available to everyone to download as well. There are other examples of our resources um, on on the screen in front of you and these are all available to download from our um, website as well. Um, We work very closely with key people that can help us to deliver these collaborations and partnerships. And Mary's going to talk about developing young workforce and and the links that we have there. But just to make a mention to some of the the new resources that have come online from DYW, um, the DYW team down in Dumprese and Galloway have just launched DYW Flicks that have got a whole new range of resources on there, including inside some some new factories um, and also... Um, filmed resources of chemistry experiments linking um, food and drink to to STEM as well. So, so have a look at that as well. Um, and we're very aware that um, during this second lockdown that we're going through as well, a lot of people are struggling with home educating. And also teachers are looking for new resources as well. So a lot of these resources can be used by teachers, by educators, but also to parents as well that maybe want to work with, with their children and help them um, to, to support the, their learning in, in the home as well. Um, so all of our resources can be used for that as well. We've actually just recently launched a new challenge that can that can help that as well, a food development challenge um, that teachers and, and parents can use in, in the home. So next slide, please, Kat. So what is the future going to look like? Well, we're very lucky that we have received um, a lot of support to to help the industry move forward. Um, Scotland Food and Drink Sector Recovery Plan, which you've probably seen, has been um, published. um, And this also links into Ambition 2030. So within the skills and people part of this, and we're looking at ways that we can support the industry to multi-skill, to provide training and development, to develop new pathways into the industry as well, and make sure that people are aware of that. So it could be through apprenticeships, it could be through the college um, education system, it could be straight from school as well. Um, Skills and people are a key priority part of um, the sector recovery plan, um, and we need to find out what the skills needs are now and for the future for our industry as well. As I mentioned previously, um, what is becoming apparent is that the the this pace of change in the industry is increasing. So where new skills are evolving round about the circular economy, looking at issues of big data. Um, we're also going to need a lot of leadership and management skills as well. So these are all skills that are going into the mix in addition to the ones we've already talked about. And we want to make sure that our industry is future ready and that young people are, and job changers are aware of all these particular skills and the opportunities that it offers to develop a really, really robust food and drink industry. So the way we can achieve this, again, is to work in partnership. We've already said that there's a lot of excellent material and resources out there, and we do want to explore all of this as well, because what we do not want to do is to um, duplicate what anyone else is doing that would just be foolish we want to work with as many partners as widely as we can and make sure that everyone that needs these resources is aware of them so that we will have some sort of central resource of what's available and we can direct people towards this and I know that's probably going to come up in the debate later on as well so it's something that we can discuss as well what we want to also make sure is that all of these resources that are useful and relevant for the people that are using them. So if they're aimed at teachers, they can support delivery of the curriculum. If they're aimed at young people, it helps their understanding of what careers are available and why particular subjects are relevant to their their career choices in the future. And ultimately, all this is being done to support the industry and make sure that um, it continues um, and grows and innovates and develops and, and keeps being the wonderful industry that it actually is and that we all know and love. Um, that's it. I hope I haven't spoken for too long, but I probably have because I tend to. Um, I'm now going to um, let the next speaker speak. And I think it's Sarah from RET who's going to talk to you about some of the, the collaboration work that we we're undertaking
1: just now. OK, okay. Thank, thank you very much, Moira. Uh, that was really kind of you and very, uh, very worthwhile contribution and much appreciated by us all. Um, Sarah, would you like to tell us what the Royal Highland Educational Trust uh, thinks about um, all of this as well. I'll um, yes. we'll be very grateful to hear that from you now. Okay. Lovely. Thank you,
2: thank you John, and thank you, Moira, as well. Uh, I'm going to talk to you a bit about our new Food, STEM and sustainability training. Uh, I've been fortunate to work with teachers up and down Scotland over the past number of years, and I've met and engaged with a number of individuals from different backgrounds and it's quite clear to me that there's many misconceptions around food. Food is a lot more than just something we eat. Uh, there's a lot more to it than that. How we produce it, the technology used, the waste generated, the careers that Moira just touched on, the nutrition, uh, they all have far reaching planetary implications. And I think this is becoming ever clearer with the climate crisis and the biodiversity crisis that we have looming. So Good Food Champions uh, is a collaborative partnership of organisations working together with the remit of upskilling practitioners in food stem and sustainability. So the key partners are, as on the screen, uh, we've got ourselves, RET, Quality Meat Scotland, Food and Drink Federation, and the ROWIT, University of Aberdeen, and some additional input from Zero Waste Scotland as well. And what we're aiming to do is provide secondary schools with information stimulate reflection, develop understanding of food systems, and really importantly, bring the Scottish context to the table, and highlight what can be done to develop sustainable food systems. Next slide please, Cat. So what we've done is we've been working on pulling together a portal an online facility that teachers can use. There's a number of learning modules and we're covering soils, biodiversity, climate change, technology, careers, health and well-being and this this links into the SQA units for maths, biology, geography, environmental science, health and food technology and we're looking at covering areas from national four to advanced higher And the idea is that teachers are taken on a learning journey. We're using presentations, quizzes, webinars uh, and providing career long professional learning opportunities. Uh, In conjunction with delivering the online portal uh, and in line with teacher demand, we're also signposting teachers to a plethora of different resources that can be used in the classroom to support STEM and sustainability education. Now, we've been able to deliver this online site through Support from Education Scotland, uh, their STEM grant. The idea with this site is it's dynamic and we're able to add new content onto it whenever we need to. uh, And moving forward, when things get back to some form of normality, it'll be able to support what we can do face to face on the ground with farms and with industry. So we are very well aware that there's many organisations working to deliver this agenda and we really do welcome the opportunity to signpost schools to any relevant teaching resources which can help to support the agenda. So as far as this particular project goes pre registration is currently open and we're looking to launch two teachers on the 10th of February. I just want to end by saying if we start working together we can really help pull all, all the facilities that there are into one place and help engage teachers, providing them with the information that they need to then engage young people in the issues which impact on us all. So that's in a in a nutshell what we're trying to do. Thank you.
1: Brilliant. Um, <clears throat> thank you very much, um, Sarah. That was really very helpful as well and all about collaboration and who your partners are. and. Grateful to you for uh, talking us through that. Um, We're now going to move on to examples of collaboration. And um, Mary Holland, who's the director of the Developing Our Young Workforce Northeast. Um, Mary, you're going to tell us about the view from the northeast.
3: (laughs) A little bit. Not just from the northeast, um, John. We're actually going to talk about some um, cross-Scotland initiatives. Um, Thank you. Thank you very much for um, inviting me to, to join, join you this evening. Um, I realised, uh, belatedly, that I didn't actually put my contact details on the slide, but I will um, get that to Kat and make sure that we get those. Um, Kat, if I could have the next slide, please. So, for those, I'm sure all of you are well aware of the Developing Young Workforce initiative that has been going about seven years now out of the Wood Commission into Education a few years ago. Um, but essentially, we have 21 uh, employer led regional groups um, that cover the length and breadth of Scotland. I am, as John said, I'm the director for the North East, which covers Aberdeen City and Aberdeen Shire local authorities um but the the key purpose of our um groups is to uh engage employers and schools to inspire uh and develop a young workforce of the future for um uh, across across Scotland and um, although the world has changed in the last year, our purpose and our determination to do that has not. And we are now under the umbrella of the Young Persons Guarantee. And how can we get more employers um, working with education and in education and vice versa to, to get develop our young people and give them positive destinations? So to next slide, please. Thank you. Um, So apologies, this is a wee bit slow. Um, I'm just going to touch on, as Moira said in the introduction, there's a whole plethora of um, examples of collaboration that already have taken place between DYW groups and partners to raise the awareness and um, career pathways and job roles for the food and drink sector. Um, But the ones I want to talk about specifically are the ones I've got on the slide there. Um, Myself. Um and my colleagues Alison from Lanarkshire and East Dumbarthire and Graham Galloway and Dumfries and Galloway worked um very closely with um, Moira and the Food and Drink Partnership and with specifically with Moira and with Jerry um, McBride, who, as I'm sure many of you know, is the skills lead. For food and drink within Skills Development Scotland, and during 2019, we worked collaboratively across um, the three regions to put on three three specific events to highlight the pathways and careers um, in food and drink, um, and the although we delivered the the format of the events slightly differently there was fundamental elements that were the same in all all of them and the audience and purpose of the events was um, uh, the target audience was young people their parents and their teachers so we had a, a, a range of teachers parents and young people come along and learn about the different um, pathways and roles within the industry from those in the industry themselves So at each of the events, there was a a marketplace element where we had a number of um, local producers had stands, if you want, for want of a better expression, where they had um, a mixture of staff on the stands, including young people who um, the audience could go and talk to. Uh, and most importantly, they had free samples, always a good, good crowd pleaser. Um, uh, in the case of Mackey's, they uh, they launched their strawberry and rhubarb ice cream at our event in November 2019, which went down an absolute treat. But equally, across Dumfries and Galloway and Lanarkshire, a whole wide range of employers from the big food and drink manufacturers to small start-up businesses And some of the the Galloway Chilies to to Dawn Fresh, and a whole range of of organisations between. Most importantly, to emphasise Moira's point, um, there was an education and career zone where we had inputs from a whole range of key stakeholders representing the industry and education. Including the Atlantra, SRUC Colleges University, but um, more important, just as importantly, Skills Development Scotland and the Food and Drink Federation as well. And I I think I think I'm right in saying Moira that we actually launched those materials that you referenced. uh, Why work in the industry? They were they were especially made for the launch and time for our events. We definitely did. We definitely (laughs) (laughs) did. So collaborated with that. And then we had a range of different formats where we had speakers. um from different parts of of the the sector so in our case, we had Stuart Common from Mackey's talking about his journey and his different roles he's done. But we also had Jimmy Buckin talking about fishing and we had um, the the head of the auctioneer at the Mart. And um, our event was actually held at the A&M group, the, the, the Mart in and Baruri, And we had tatty boxes um, where the young people throughout the evening stood up and did five minute chats on, on their journey in the career because it very much... Um, um, promoting the industry from young people that are already in the industry is what works in terms of these collaborations to excite people about how they go forward. We also filmed and some of the resources that are in the list that Mary sent out uh, are included from from these events. Um, More recently, um, we um, obviously the world changed for the DYW regional groups in that we've been for the best part delivering our services and engagement with employers and schools virtually for the last year. And that's included and brought us together nationally. So all groups working together. And just last week, we launched a new year, new careers um, uh, portal resource on the dyw.scot website which included a, fo- a focus on food and drink um, pulled, pulled together by my colleague um, um, Sarah from, from the Murray DYW group because obviously food and drink are an important industry there. So next slide please. Just, just to re-emphasize, can't emphasize enough how it's all about joining the dots and working in partnership. Um, with the industry and uh, the education teams, these are just some of the contributors that were involved. We worked very closely and indeed got sponsorship and help in putting on the event from Opportunity Northeast, which for those of you that aren't aware is the economic development, privately run economic development um, Arm of the Wood Foundation up here, but equally that we had input from a range of um, employers in the area, which really, really helped. And I, I guess we did a wee bit of a novel thing. If you put up the last, the last slide, please, um, uh, Kat. Um, we we decided to put a rainbow of. Um, knowledge um, and when, uh, when people came in arrived at the event they got a white dot to put on this this rainbow of how much do you know about the food and drink careers um, uh, and on the way out they got a blue dot to put where do you? Where's your knowledge now? And it, we unfortunately didn't catch the hundred odd people that managed to come through. But what you'll see is quite a visual representation that a lot of people knew nothing or very little about the careers in the food and drink industry when they arrived at the event. But by the time they left, they were there. Was lots of them were inspired and feeling and asking about the careers, and that was reflected in the engagement with the stand holders. Um, as you can see from the comment from Stuart common there as well it's a very whistle-stop tour of just some of of the work that we've we've been doing Um, but keen like the rest of the presenters and yourselves to see what else we can do we're we're very much about bringing best practice and um, resources available Um, our, our conduit I guess for yourselves is we're there to help you um, get into and work with schools um, in a more joined up way. So if you are rolling out, for example, Sarah's new resources, then Sarah, Sarah, you can come to the DYW regional groups and we can help with that to get more more schools and teachers signing up for those resources.
2: Thank you. Fantastic.
1: Absolutely brilliant. Um, thank you very much, uh, Mary. That's, uh, that was a real adventure, just I'm sitting, listening to you and watching you. And so, thank you uh, very much indeed. Um, sound a bit like the pirates of Penzance, You're out there with Jimmy Bucking out in the open sea, and at <laughs> and amongst the beasts. And I uh, can only ab- imagine it being inspirational for those who are with you. Uh, so. uh,
3: absolutely, and it was a it was a a night much like the tonight in November, <laughs> and we still had over a hundred people came came. I mean, we bus we bus some some of the we put on a couple of buses for from Huntley and from the south of the the Shire, but with the western peripheral route, the access of Inverurie was made that that better so um but yes no thank you
1: indeed well well thank you um very much and um finally we have our, our fourth speaker this evening uh, jennifer uh jennifer robertson who's the health and education manager from quality meet scotland which i alluded to earlier jennifer if you'd like to tell us what you're uh, going to uh, have to say please look forward to that
4: Thank you very much, John, and uh, thank you very much for the opportunity to speak to everyone this evening. It's a a pleasure to virtually see everyone, uh, albeit not really. Um, This is really just an update on our newest online resource called Farming Footsteps. So a little play on the word footsteps, which hopefully you'll see as as I discuss what it's about, is why it's about this real journey, um, learning about the red meat meat food system um, over over the course of of the resource. Uh, one of the usual roles of myself and my, my colleagues the, in the health and education team at Quality Meat Scotland is usually to be found as ro- rolling across this, the country offering education sessions and cookery demonstrations. So we obviously missed that an awful lot and, and I'm sure a lot of you are the same missing that real interaction with teachers and pupils alike because really we want to try and support this learning about food, um, farming and red meat as part of a healthy balanced diet. Um, very often we're, we could also be found on a farm, uh, for example, along with Rhett on one of their food and farming events. So, again, it's, it's a, been a big difference, which unfortunately, due to Covid, we did have to change our way of working. However, having a little bit more desk time did mean that we had the opportunity to do something that we want to do for a little while. So our farming food steps resource was, was born, as it were. If I could just have the next slide, Cap. So really, Farming Food Steps has been d- designed predominantly with teachers and parents in mind, really thinking of this homeschooling that, um, that they will have to do. It is fully interactive um, and it's an, on an online learning platform, either on a desktop like this or it can be used on mobile as well. And it can be taught or worked through individually by a pupil on their own. So it's a really kind of a, lots of options for teachers to use or for the pupils um, themselves or with a parent by their side at home and really it's to learn across the red meat food system and um, everything that is involved in the production of meat in Scotland. We're very aware that the topics that we discuss throughout um, cover a range of curriculum um, areas. So to try and make that easier to identify, we've made sure that all of the sections have the relevant um, experience and outcomes uh, noted down there in each lesson so that teachers can quickly see what uh, topics are covered within each lesson. We wanted something that was user-friendly and it could be used both online or offline. this lesson plans can be downloaded, um, ed- uh, worksheets are all editable, um, but there's also lots of fun opportunities too for learning. Um, so we've developed interactive tools and games and, and that was really important to us. And initial feedback that we had from pupils when we tested this was it is a way they really like to learn. Um, so it's it's been nice to see that it's something that they feel that they can definitely use and learn from as well. And the teachers too really love things like editable, editable worksheets and PDFs. So it's something that they can definitely use within the classroom or for home learning. So as you can just see down on the right hand side that we have um, five main lesson areas. And um, all from farm straight through to fork. So just quickly go through what each lesson roughly covers. But hopefully you'll have the opportunity to explore the resource in your own time and, and get a real feel for what it's like. That was one of the things that was recognised. It's really intuitive. You can just go through it quite easily, step by step. So from farm talks about introduction to Scottish livestock farming, really, but includes all things like traceability, animal welfare, and all these important issues to Scotland as well. The section to field looks at sustainability and the environment, and there's a really good maths task in there all about grass. So uh, only farmers love talking about grass, um, but it's definitely a really interesting uh, topic that um, maths can be used in, in a real way there. The next lesson is to food production, which covers all aspects of food production, including safety, packaging, uh, food labelling, as well, and really encouraging people to uh, think about the importance of making informed decisions. So, whether we eat meat or not, or whether we where we get our meat from, is really important. That pupils are aware that they have decisions to make. Um, The next section to health really looks at the role of red meat in a balanced diet, if we so choose to have it, Um, and looking in a little bit more detail at the nutrients that are found in meat. So, um, again, really working into the home economics or health and food technology courses um, that that are out there as well, and some good tasks in there about um, the dietary targets for Scotland too. And finally, to fork, looks at that all-important skill of cooking. Uh, So there's recipe videos and things to follow along with, as well as all of the presentations and the ins and outs behind the the science of meat even. So really, a real variety of topics covered throughout all the lessons. And there is a final section, which which is all about an evaluation, really. What have you learned? A quiz bringing everything together. So really lots of interaction. You'll also notice that in each section, there's a videos and links um, uh, section and uh, if you have had a chance to look you may have well found one of your resources linked on there because again as everyone has already said today we want to signpost to the other information and resources that are out there and that sometimes cover an area that we can't cover Um so we really want to make sure that we're, we're putting people in the right um, direction to find things so we have uh, things from Food Centre Scotland signposted, we have things from um, Lantra, Skills Development Scotland, the craft butchers for some things on careers, so lots of different links that um, can be found on there as well. So again, if you have another link that you think could be useful for us to use, we would love to hear about that. The resource has a real focus on STEM subjects, um, which we think is really, really important and that everyone else is kind of alluded to, but also within home economics or health and food technology and geography and rural skills. So we're trying to um, engage with teachers to um, have a wee test of the, the resource before we put it out there from all these different areas to ensure that we were meeting what they really wanted. Can I get you to move on to the next slide, please, Kat? And, This slide really is just a brief um look at some of the other things that we've been involved in during lockdown um obviously we've been highly involved in the development of the online resource that sarah was mentioning and uh, continued teacher training through that another thing that we offer every year to secondary schools in scotland is our meet voucher scheme and we continue to do this despite the circumstances we've had to extend the use of that a little bit because of uh, home, home learning again um, but teachers were pleased that it was still available to them and they've had to maybe think a bit out of the box of how they will use it this year um, but which we're really glad to see. We, we've also encouraged the pupils to get on and use social media to uh, show us what they're doing at home with their cooking skills. We've seen lots of teachers do it um, but maybe the pupils um, can do that as well. So to support that we've used our Twitter account to share some um, recipe videos, uh, quick time ones, so they're quick and easy to watch. But looking at skills that are required in home economics and health and food technology uh, and, and really just to support learning again in those subject areas. Collaborative work again, as everyone has already mentioned, has continued to be a priority. Um, we've worked on a project such as the Bathgate Academy Make It With Meat project along with FDF Scotland. Um, providing virtual content for that uh, and supporting that in, in a number of ways. So that's had to be postponed a little bit this year, but um, again, just helping them out with that, too. And, and finally, one of the things that we're continuing to work on with Farming Footsteps is um, a new um, game or simulation on sustainability. We know that everyone knows that it's such an important area. Um, so we wanted to give this a little bit more attention and, and provide something again as an interactive learning tool uh, for pupils to use. And just the final slide, please, Cap. So really, we, just to re-emphasise what everyone has already said, we're really keen to hear ideas and how we can work collaboratively with you and continue to do so and support each other in our food education projects. And that's just a wee nod to my job partner, Alex, who is online today as well. Um, but the uh, job can go past to me today. But if you have any questions, then please get in touch with either one of us. Thank you.
1: Okay. Um, Thank you very much, uh, Jennifer. That was really uh, good of you to give us that presentation. Um, Very much welcomed. Um, And so the constant and abiding theme throughout all of this is is collaboration, whether it's collaboration in learning or whether it's collaboration in, in working together in terms of food processing. There's obviously lessons to be learned there from the drugs industry in recent times in terms of vaccine development. And there's certainly no point in reinventing the wheel um, in different parts of the same sector. So collaborative working has always been one of my um, things that I most favour and certainly I think is very much uh, something for the future. Uh,
0: Thank you for listening to this podcast from FDF Scotland. You can find out more about our work and if you are a food business on how to join us at
3: www.fdfscotland.org.uk.